It is 17 minutes before the hour here on the Drunk Large Radio Show. And it's always a pleasure to be in studio with our good friend Jimmy Lozon. He is the coach of the Londonderry Lancers varsity football team and head honcho of the whole football program. Got a little uh, braggadocio going on in here. <laughs> the Lancers off to a 3-0 start, beating some impressive teams along the way, not the least of which were the Titans of Nashua North, who are not so Titan anymore. But uh, anyway, he joins us each week, not to talk about his team or anything else, but about the issues surrounding youth sports. And as we have learned over the past, oh my, almost a year, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there are many, and uh, they are interesting, and they are consequential. So, Coach, welcome back, and congratulations on your 3-0 and start and a Thank big you. win. Looks like it was a close game there by the score. Yeah, we kind of we made it that way, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we We had a nice... 13 point lead with five minutes to go and we could have just made it nice and easy but we had to make it tough on ourselves and we gave the lead back and uh, and then we had to come back and, and come from behind and then we had to yes. play defense so well, it, was tough. it is in the dna of some teams to snatch uh, uh defeat from the jaws of victory so yeah. <laughs> hope, hope, i mean that would be a nice trait to have here going um because i'm sure the games are going to get closer yeah you know and tighter no no here. you want to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat not defeat Correct. from the jaws Sorry, of victory. i want but we want to be able to win those close ones for sure so. oh absolutely and uh so we uh we have pinkerton tomorrow Ooh, big so big it's it's Rivalry week, now, I guess you would say in, in New Hampshire. Now Pinkerton, um, they were two and zero going into a game with Salem. Yeah, now Salem, last week Salem's really good. So, so I Salem mean, took him to I, school. Yeah, well, I mean it was close for the first half. I think it was twenty one fourteen in the first half. So, you know, it was close. But then Salem came out and scored two in the second half, and uh, and they won at thirty uh, thirty five twenty, I believe. Uh-huh. So that's that's a. That's a good team. So I don't. I, I know people are making a big deal about this two two and one Pinkerton team, but that's Salem's really good this year. Mm-hmm. So um, this will be. This is a tough test here. This is. A, I, yeah. I know we're ranked a little bit higher than them right now for the first time in a long time, and I think we beat them. The last time we beat them was two thousand one. I was in uh, sixth grade over at Parkside. Last time Londonderry beat Pinkerton. Oh really? Yeah. So now, are you playing in their house or yours? Their place. Ah, so you're going to Astro Stadium. Yep, and uh-huh. uh, it'll be a packed house. It's all, it always is. Uh, a couple of years ago, we both met at three and zero, and they they said there were six thousand five hundred people there. So it's a, it's a great turnout for for a high school football game. Now you're both basically red and white. So uh, you know, how do you you're going to do a white? You try to do a white out. We there? did. A, we had a white out last week, but it yeah. was for it was for a good cause. It was for uh, for a parent um, yeah. of one of our players that passed away, but. Uh, yeah, we're going to be in all white. I'd love it if the fans came in all white. That'd be great. There you um, go. So we'll see. Oh. I mean, they're, but they're they're scarlet and silver, <coughs> and uh, kind of like the Buckeyes of yeah, Ohio. Exactly. They think they're trying to be the Buckeyes. No, um, no. Here's a question though, because this has always fascinated me. Right? Literally, Pinkerton is twice Londonderry High School size. Yep. <laughs> so how do you compete in the same division with a school that's got twice the uh, the the talent pool? We'll call it to draw off of. You know, I don't know if they have a bigger team. I don't know if they're able to field uh, more teams. You know, freshmen, junior varsity, varsity. They they, they, have, yeah. they have a sophomore team as well. They have a sophomore team as well. So I guess when you have that many kids, you can really sort of develop a, a program with a, a with a deep bench and get a lot more kids involved. How do you, when oh, you're no. a school that's literally less than half the size, compete with a school that that's that that's big? I think there's that's part of the reason we haven't beat them. <laughs> but, uh, but but then again, you know, they, but they don't go on to be state championship. Yeah, well, state for a while there, either. They, for a while, I think he's got. I think Coach O'Reilly, the football coach, has eleven. I want to say, which okay. is quite a few, and he's been 
and you know probably 15 or more yeah uh our first my first year at london Day, i say our because our staff was there um we had a great year and we just the only two losses we took were to pinkerton one in the regular season one in the playoffs yeah. if it wasn't for them you'd be state champs yes i i i firmly believe that but you know we don't I never hear that excuse from our kids, from yeah. our coaches, from from anybody. Everyone's like, "Hey, we're gonna get Pinkerton this year." It's like the big talk, but it's never like, "Man, they're massive," and you know, you're you're half the size. We just we don't even think yeah. about it. The kids don't think about it, and it, and it comes in waves. I guess for us, it comes in waves in a town like ours, Concord, Gosstown. You know, like you gotta you'll get a class of kids yeah. that you can knock those guys down. Whereas Pinkerton's kind of more. Consistent, consistent yeah because it's, it's they've got that bigger exactly. talent pool to draw so that's the of. biggest difference is the consistency but uh-huh. there's year, you know there's years like a couple of years ago where we didn't feel outmatched at all and uh and tomorrow night i think we you know we'll have a good shot you know hopefully we play well but if they beat us it won't be because you know they have four thousand kids and we have 1700 that won't be the case it'll right. be because they just outplayed us they, be, they outplayed us so you you feel you're you're ready for the game yeah i mean i yeah, I think the kids. We have a really good group of kids. I, I mean, we could go out there and now in terms of team size. I mean, are the, yeah. is there is there a, a limit? Is there a minimum size that the NHIA requires? Is there a maximum size? Um, you know, how, I'm sure if the numbers got really low, yeah. the NHIA might might step in, but they don't say anything about how many kids we can have. Right, and so last year we had 119, which is a huge huge group. I think. I think Pinkerton had like 140, 148. Right. Exeter's in the 140s every and, and, year. That, and that's through the entire program, though. That's not Correct. your varsity team. Correct. So varsity, to my obviously varsity game, you'll probably have JV games or whatnot ahead yep. of it. But varsity to varsity, how many kids are on your team? How many kids are on the Pinkerton team? I'd say they probably have about they probably have about 90 to 100, and then we, we have about 60 to 70, yeah. somewhere in there. All right. So yeah. they, you know, uh, conditioning becomes a bigger issue for the smaller team because you're going to have more kids that are going to have to play more both time. ways yeah we I, i've been noticing that on film they don't have a ton of guys that are playing on both, both sides of the ball yeah. and, and we do we you know our best players play on both sides but you know there's there's pros and cons to that you know we're keeping our best players in the field i mean of course they're taking more reps and they're they're more at risk you know but yeah. they're good so you know <laughs> they're they're playing both sides for a reason well so. you gotta you gotta deal you gotta play the hand you're dealt that's right cool so, all right, now that I've uh, sidetracked you with that, I know you want to talk <laughs> about teachers, uh, coaches being in the schools. Yes. I mean, what a, you know, Manchester has got this bias, um, and I think it's actually still a requirement of the contract that if a Manchester school district teacher applies for a coaching position, um, they get it. Uh, it doesn't really matter what the qualifications they have versus the other applicants are. They and and the theory is, well, you know, we want our coaches to be teachers in our schools. Well, how do you feel about the teachers being in school or yeah. the coaches being in school? Um, oh, now you know. So I just want to put, put, I, I I put I to get your perspective. I on think it. the best thing you can do for a kid. I I understand why you'd want to have the coach be in this. What do you mean by be in the school? Like a teacher in the school or visiting the schools to, to check in on in the any role. Or? You know, when I was at West, I was a paraprofessional, and I, but I, I felt good because I was in the school mm-hmm. and especially during the season. It's tough because of the other six months, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really my season. Um, I, I didn't feel like I had to be there, but those three months of the football season, I felt like I needed to be yeah. there. I, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with the coaches uh, being in the schools in whatever capacity uh, to check on, uh, to check in on the kids talk to their teachers if there are issues, make sure that they know coach is looking over their shoulders so that they're right. doing what they need to do to stay eligible to play. Right. Uh, but you know, to, to, to somehow have it be um, a requirement that, yeah. you know, if a, if, a, if a school teacher applies for it and they're, 
they're going to get it. Does I think the best thing you can do for those kids is to find the best coach possible um, for them. I would agree with that. And I think a good coach will 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 go to the school or go check in on things as needed and necessary, and not and not have to be a constant uh, physical presence on campus. Although I can see. You know, I hear that stories about, uh, you know, Schubert over at Central and how he used to teach out of the building when he was the football coach and, you know, how he was able to manage things. So I think there are definitely advantages to that. For sure. I I think when I was in the school, I felt like I had a better grip on things with the kids, you know, their behavior. The teachers were always talking to me and I'll still reach out to all the teachers and say, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. And and I'm a phone call away. I'll go into the school anytime, but I'm not there. Um every day so you know i'm there for practice but i don't pop in at you know 8 a.m and stay there till 2 every day so um you know i i definitely liked it and i liked being there Mm -hmm. i think tomorrow's a day that always brings that's that's why i brought it up this week is you know the pep rallies tomorrow and i'll be there and i just always liked being there during football season and being around the guys and and just being able to like you said, coaches here, coaches looking over my shoulder. I got to be on my best behavior. Yeah. I got to be, you know, he can always, they can always come and talk to me and, uh, you know, ask me about this or, or about that. Um, communication was easy. I didn't have to like, you know, let call the kids and let them know this is going on. This is going on. We could just make an announcement, which we still can, but I'm just not there yeah. to now, field now, the now, question. Now, speaking of pep rallies, I, yeah. I, I'm assuming you're well aware of the uh, American flag this controversy. Up. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm it was sure a great Pinkerton, You mentioned the I'm sure Pickerton will be there Friday night <laughs> in all their American flag stuff. <laughs> uh, what, 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 get, tell us what really kind of happened there, because yeah. you know, and we were responsible for you know bringing it to the public's attention. It was a sort of a social media phenomenon oh, until yeah, we grabbed onto yeah, it, yeah. Uh, and then it became a broader uh, phenomenon. I saw, <laughs> but I was all over it. No, I mean, I, they said no American flags, mm-hmm. and there was. No explanation. So what's the inside of what you understand they were trying to do? Yep. And what have they done to uh, address the, uh, the, the uh, outrage that uh, their edict generated? Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it was poorly timed given everything that goes on. You know, the last thing you want to do is, is give that type of impression that, that's, you know, that we're, we don't stand for that. Uh, but I know Mr. Juster and Mr. Parent and Mr. Uh, Scott the Liberty, the the superintendent, and uh, that was a it was I don't know who wrote it. It was poorly written. It was signed by Mister Juster. So <laughs> yeah, it was, so it was not well written or I guess thought out in that manner. Yeah. But those guys are great guys, and they would never, you know, that's not what they that, yeah. those. Well, were I know not their intentions. In, in, you know? in wake of all the attention, they're yes. saying, "Well, we we we've had problems with the improper presentation Correct. or handling." Correct. Well, okay, fine, but come on, guys. Get to the coaches, get to the kids, and the say, wording this is, of the, sounded, proper, sounded this is the proper way to yeah. uh, present, address, and otherwise Correct. handle a flag. Which, and is what they, which is what they did now. Uh, oh, all good. the parents, uh, <laughs> I mean, all the, all the teachers had, had spoken to their classes about that. And, and yeah, I mean, that's probably the correct way to do it. Maybe they did do I mean, that. Hell, there's they an just, American Legion post literally across the street oh, from I, the school. And the go, kids. Go talk to Bob over there. The, the, yeah. bring, the, bring the veterans in and give them, <laughs> let them give them a lesson. There, there couldn't be a more patriotic group, though, in town. And, and they, you know, we run out. Um, you know, it was 9-11. We played a game two years ago. It was 9-11. And they wanted us to run out with the American flag as yeah. a football team. And, you know, they do stuff like that all the time. And, all right. and it's they're, they're just... 
they're all great people. They would never mean anything by it. I think it was just poorly written and then blown way out of proportion. And well, there were people uh, got a hold of it and yeah. ran with it. And I guess you know, with all that goes on right now, people sitting during national anthems and all that kind of stuff, they yeah. people ran with it, and that's that was not what they meant. But I'm sure Pinkerton will have some fun with it on Friday, <laughs> and um, you know, it it, it, it stinks because they put a little damper on the on the pep rally and and just got people in an uproar. But usually their pep rally is is unbelievable. I could show you videos on my phone so the pep rallies tomorrow tomorrow well uh, hopefully the football team or maybe others will uh will will properly present the american flag and <laughs> and uh you know if pinkerton tries to jam it to you it'll be a little extra grist for the mill <laughs> that's right that's right that's the plan you know they'll give them the ammo but uh you know we're all in red white and blue each class wears a um Wears red, white, and blue, and then the seniors wear black. Um, and it's just a cool event. The band plays. They always have great stuff. They do. They. It's the best pep rally that mm-hmm. I've ever been a part of, and it's it's awesome. So, um, and I don't remember that ever being an issue. I know the kids go a little too far with the flags. They bring flags of all kinds of stuff, uh-huh. um, and it's probably probably they go a little too far with things. So they just didn't want things to get out of hand. You know. Gotcha. Um, but. Yeah, yeah. So, oops. It, it, yeah. <laughs> nope. It was, it was uh, not good for a couple of days. But um, I felt bad because that is not that's not what they meant. And oh, man, they, you know, a lot of people in London were upset. Yeah. So. Well, you did have you, you did have uh, defenders in our large and loyal listening audience. Not the I, least. I, of I was reading. I was former Hooksit uh, school board member John Liskars, whose kids, uh, at least one of them, went through London Dairy. Yes. He echoed your sentiments about the patriotism of the schools. Yes. So. Yes. All right. So the final word here. Uh, Jimmy Lozon, coach of the Londonderry Lancers. Any and any predictions? What do you got to do to stop Pinkerton? What do they got to do to stop you? Yeah, f- uh, they're uh, football wise. I like talking about that kind of stuff. I don't want to lose anybody. We talk about X's and O's and what we've got to do, but uh, they're definitely the toughest defense we've probably seen so far. Um, and they run a good defense to stop what we do. Mm-hmm. So we will uh, we'll have to adjust at times and put them. Um, in different situations, like we're going to have to get in some different formations to give them a hard time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, defensively, they run a few things, and they have a, they have a lot of guys touching the ball right now. So there's no one guy we can focus on like we did with North. There was one guy that was really good, and we, we knew we had to stop him. Um, this week, there's going to be several. So it, it's going to be a difficult task. For sure, and then uh, yeah, like I said, I'm out of the prediction world, so I'm just gonna <laughs> keep, I'm just gonna keep my thoughts to myself. We'll hopefully do well, but there's some big games tomorrow. Exeter Winnicott, it's also a big game. Some yeah. big upsets last week. Goffstown knocked down Exeter, which yeah, I mean uh, you didn't I'm predict shots. that. Yeah, shots. you didn't think that was no, happen. that was the biggest upset of all, in my opinion. I know Bedford's really good, but I knew Winnicott was good. Well, Bedford got knocked down by Winnicott. By Winnicott, so, yeah. yeah. So. Exeter could take two losses in a row. I mean, I'm sure they'll come to play, but yeah. that's that's crazy to me. Um, Salem beating Pinkerton, that, yeah, and then what's a central right up me. 72 points against somebody? Spalding, Spalding. Yep. So 72 <laughs> points. They're running back at six touchdowns. So it's uh, they're going to be a tough offense to stop, but their defense is obviously letting up a lot of points. They've let up quite a few. And then the college world, um, all three of our teams took losses last weekend. UNH took a tough loss to Holy Cross, which was surprising. Um, Plymouth took a tough loss to Western Connecticut, and I'm sure they'll bounce back. I'll be up there for that game this week. And then um, St. Anselm College took a loss to New Haven. So hopefully they'll get 
they'll get on a winning streak here. St. Ace could use a win. Plymouth's a really good team. They're two and one, and then UNH they'll always you know they'll be in the playoffs and have a chance. So any other big rivalry games uh, this weekend? You said it's rivalry. Right? Yeah, Exeter Winnicott. It's just big as one. big as the uh, Pinkerton Londonderry one. There'll be a lot of people there. They always play on Saturday, yep. so that always helps. Um, and then uh, the in Division Two, what's become or emerged as a as a rivalry is um, Plymouth and Bow. Those two teams are really good. They played in the state championship last year, so um, that should be a good game. And uh, and Wyndham Sohegan, they're both good, and and they have a. I think Wyndham's doing their blackout this week for um, for cancer there, and ah. it's a great event. It's always a ton of people, so. With all these games, I'd imagine a lot of people are going out to see high school football this weekend. Well, we'll look forward to seeing those results and hearing from you next week. Coach Jimmy Lozon of the Londonderry Lancers, we will wish you good luck. Thank you. All right. I don't think I left any time for anything, but if we did, Josh, let her rip. And if not, I'm good to go with the news.